Welcome to Mortgage Markets and More. I'm your host, Peter D'Angelo, coming to you with a new real estate update from the National Association of Realtors sales data that we finally have telling us what was going on in January. I'm going to get right into it because there's a lot here, and I think this will certainly help us understand what's going on. And if you're trying to develop a plan here in 2024, this is starting the trend. We're going to see how the trend continues, but this is our reference point for the rest of the year as we continue. Overall, single-family home sales were at a seasonally adjusted rate of 3.6 million sales in January. We'll drill down into those particular numbers later on. The existing condo and co-op sales for the month of January remained flat, around 400,000 units sold. And region-wise, The Northeast was steady, and all other regions saw an increase in sales. Uh, They were differing in their year-over-year changes, but the median price increases were happening across all regions. So the price, median, yet again, is the most commonly occurring number, not the average, the most commonly occurring number. And that has increased across the board in the country. And that goes to show you that the demand was a little higher and the competition was there. Remember, we talked about interest rates going down for December, so that made it more accessible, more affordable for more buyers. Henceforth, more competition, pushing that median price up. And the outliers were the Northeast and the Midwest. Those saw a more stark change upward in the median sales price. Most of that was single-family condo co-op. We're going to talk now about existing home sales in general, as reported by the National Association of Realtors. The sales rose 3.1% in January to a seasonally adjusted 4 million units sold. I'm throwing that slide up now for you to see. Comparing that to the previous year, that was a decline of 1.7%. So a little bit less. And the median existing home sales price was $379,100, which marked a 5.1 increase from January of 2023. I'm going to say that again, 5.1% property appreciation, 5.1% increase in the cost from a year ago. That was only with having interest rates cooling just a little bit in December when we saw things kind of tickle down into the low sixes, making anything with a five handle on it, 5% range accessible if you wanted to pay to get a permanent buy down on your mortgage rate. And we saw that much of an increase. Things are cooling now since then, but that just goes to show you that if and when mortgage rates come down later this year, we'll talk more on that later too, but if and when that happens, competition is going to be fierce and we're going to see home prices go up again. I think I mentioned on a previous episode of the podcast, Barbara Corcoran talked about how uh, lower interest rates will create a fertile ground for higher real estate values because there's so much pent up demand and it can range from 5%, could go all the way up to 15% depending on what that environment looks like. So this is important to to note right now, especially if you're interested in purchasing a home in the short term. Let's talk about some of the inventory data. This continues to be a struggle, particularly here in the Northeast. Some other regions are less affected by a lack of inventory, but I myself, I'm doing business in New Jersey primarily and New York, Pennsylvania. Here in the Northeast, inventory is continuing to be a struggle. Uh, The existing homes that were 
on the market marked at 1.01 million at the end of January, and that's up 2% from the previous month. Yet again, lower interest rates, people who have to sell and then buy, probably a little bit more motivated to list their home, knowing that the cost of financing is a little bit more affordable. The year-over-year inventory was up 3.1% from 980,000. We're making progress. We're not breaking records here, but any little bit will certainly help. And the current inventory represents three months' supply. And again, we talk about this every month when we look at the National Association of Realtors data, but that supply gets generated by home sales, how fast the listings are turning from listing to contract to close. That's how we derive our inventory number. So three months is still very, very low. And it's down from what December was. December had 3.1 months of inventory. And a lot of that sold because of the more affordable rate environment, I'm willing to bet. Uh, But we are up. Let's look at some good news. 2.9 months was what we had back in January of 2023. So we're making some progress. It's going to be incremental. It's not going to have a floodgate opening here. I've been saying that for a while now. I really think that we're just going to have to take these little wins and showing some small progress that will start to lay the foundation for hopefully a healthier market in the future. Overall, there is a trend towards greater supply and demand balance, according to the National Association of Realtors Chief Economist, Lawrence Yun, and that's boosted by lower mortgage rates and slightly higher amounts of listings. But the mortgage rates we've talked about are volatile. Uh, We're not seeing mortgage rates go down and stay down. They are going down and then they peak up again. And as long as that volatility is still there, if you're an on-the-fence seller and you need to buy something, seeing these mortgage rates bounce around definitely doesn't give you confidence to list your home and buy something else when you don't know where these mortgage rates could be going. And you have to take into consideration your budget and what you can afford. The median home price reached a record high in January. And the common occurrence of multiple offers on mid-priced homes is certainly strengthening that median price because the median price is capturing a lot of those mid-priced homes. Overall, most of these homes are being sold within a month, so the quickness of those transactions is translating to data a little bit more quickly than we're used to. That hopefully will be helpful for us as we're keeping our eye on the ball going through the rest of this year and checking on these real estate updates for sales data. Cash deals. This is super important. Cash deals constituted 32% of the market in January. That tells us that it's still a competitive real estate market as a buyer. And competing with cash, if you don't have a plan to compete with cash buyers, you need to have one. Obviously, over a third of the real estate transactions were cash buyers. So if you're getting financing, it's really important to make sure that you've got a strategy implemented with your mortgage professional, or your real estate agent. I know I have a number of strategies that I employ that work for clients to win out in bidding situations against cash. It's been proven. So there are ways to navigate that. If you are interested in hearing more about that, I encourage you to reach out to me personally. You've got my contact information in the episode description. Feel free to reach out. Let's look at some of the highlights Uh, just so we can hit the numbers, one, two, three. We've got 
properties remaining on the market for an average of 36 days in January. So there's a little bit of a lag time, but normally 30 to 45 days is our window and we're nosing toward 30 days. Properties are moving quickly. First time home buyers account of 28% of the transactions in January, which is a slight decrease from December and from the previous year. So I know first time home buyers, it's been a very difficult endeavor to search for a home, get your offer accepted. So we could see some fatigue setting in for some of the first time home buyers, which is indicated here with that softening number in their share of the transactions. Individual investors for second home purchases were about 17% of the sales and distress sales were only 2%. Those are foreclosures or short sales. That's pretty flat. We're going to see, stay tuned on Monday. I'm going to have some important information on that that I'm going to share with our mortgage rate update. And we're going to talk about foreclosures, delinquencies, and some things that have been transpiring. So definitely set your calendar for Monday. We'll talk about that in greater detail. The inventory of having three months versus the 2.9, we're making some progress, but we're still a long ways away for the demand to be met by the supply. There's just not enough supply. The existing home sales for single family. I like to highlight this because most people are looking to buy their first home or they're looking to move into their next home and they're looking at single family. So let's drill down into what that information was for January. 3.6 million was the volume seasonally adjusted, which is up 3.4% month over month and down 1.4% year over year. So it's interesting. This is a mixed bag that we're getting this month in January as the year starting out. 212,000 was the actual sales number for single family. That's actual 212,000 units sold that were single family. That's down 20.6% month over month and up 1.9% year over year. So there's a big drop off. Uh, it, it's, this is where having the seasonally adjusted kind of skews it. Only 212,000 homes were sold that were single family in the country. That's an extremely low number. Obviously, the holidays, you know, you have that holiday hangover. You, you already had your schedule packed for all the month of December. Even if you were super motivated, maybe you lost some of that motivation to buy in January or get into a contract in December when you would close in January. And, you know, we, we get carried away with the holidays. Nothing wrong with that. But that's why we see these numbers change so drastically. So a 20% drop month over month. It sounds like a lot, but it kind of is common to see that much of a softening in January. The median sales price for single-family homes, we talked about existing sales, and that encompasses all property types. Now we're just talking about single-family homes, $383,500. And that's down a half a percent month over month, and that's up 5% year over year. So the single-family component is strong, because we looked at existing home sales, that was 5.3%, I believe it was, 5.3% appreciation uh, year over year. When we look at just the single family component, that's 5%. That's a high amount. The multiple offer situation still is in play, even with rates going up, which let's talk about that. As we're ending off this week, mortgage rates 
continued to creep up. They've cooled a little bit and there's a little bit less volatility happening, but they did tick up. We were starting to see, you know, rates were at 6.77% as of February 15th. And as of today, I checked Mortgage News Daily for their survey of mortgage rates, and we are definitely above 7% for your 30-year fixed rate mortgage. This is going to have a domino effect and a delayed effect on interest and property sales for the month of February and going into March. I'm going to save the more thorough mortgage rate update for Monday. And that's where we're going to talk about some of the inflation data that came out this week. We're going to also talk about a whole survey of mortgage rates, different product types. And then we're going to talk about mortgage insurance. I was thinking... I haven't spent any time talking about some important mortgage topics, so I'm going to take that opportunity on Monday to give you some information, what mortgage insurance is, how does it work, how does it affect you, should it be considered in your planning for purchasing or obtaining financing. That's it for our real estate update today. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you more than you know. If you know anyone who could benefit from this information, please feel free to share the show with anybody who's in real estate or interested in real estate. And if you have any questions, anything that you'd like to hear about, I welcome you to reach out, shoot me a text, send me an email, reach out to me on socials. Be happy to gear an episode toward anything that you may be interested in. I will look forward to talking to you on Monday with our mortgage rate update. But in the meantime, have an awesome weekend. Have a great weekend and take good care. 